0: Welcome to Techno Detress Podcast. Today I'm going to talk about our final project and the automation testing that we used for it. But first, let us define what is automation testing. So automation testing processes in which we automate user scenarios to observe their behavior and to reduce the number of these running events manually. In our case of automating the document request process in Barangay Bancal in Manolos Bulacan, we utilize the ODRS. So, one of the reasons we should test the automated capabilities of the website is to assess its accuracy in finishing tasks done, completing them within a minimal timescale. Even though it's promising to use this test, some drawbacks are needed to address such as the test complex structure and expenses of the automation tools. Let us give it a rundown, okay? So first, the benefit of using automation tests is the fast execution of each test because they will run concurrently. In simple terms, every test phase runs simultaneously rather than finishing one stage to another leading to the second advantage, providing consistent results. During this part, automated tests are frequently running, giving consistency and accuracy for getting tasks done instead of doing them manually. That is one of the objectives of the ODRS wants to serve our clients. Added benefits are identifying errors and defects to be fixed as fast as possible. Running automated tests can reduce costs because there is no need for manual testers, as well as the time for executing them is decreased. Another point is that running automated tests can reduce software development and app support costs because it detects and fixes errors during the early stages of the process, as well as finding and resolving bugs in a minimal time scale. Other benefits included are it is efficient to use, increase collaboration between developers and clients, and it is scalable. But there are some drawbacks that we need to consider before using automated tests. One is the complex structure of the test itself because automation tests can have long development procedures than manual testing. If your tests are complex or hard to maintain, it can reduce the quality of your test suite leading to consequences for getting continuous testing in the application lifecycle. Next is that it needs to be rewritten for every new environment, where you need to change your automated test scripts within different locations of your local development environment, CI systems, and production environments to make sure that they will work. Another one is that the automation tests can generate false positives and negatives because there will be instances that an automated test can fail even there is no issue present. Also, they can provide false negatives if the test is assigned to only verify something exists rather than it is working as expected. But the bottom line here is that web automation test can benefit and also give drawback to the team that will use on your projects. But they will need to assess if they can maintain an exert effort for preparing it done. Okay, so now that we have defined what is web automation test, let us go now to Selenium. Is this the artist named Selena Gomez? No. Actually Uh, Selenium is an open source umbrella project with a lot of tools and libraries that are aimed at supporting browser automation. It provides the user a playback tool for authoring functional tests across most modern web -web browsers available now, without the need to learn a test scripting language such as Selenium IDE. And The good thing about Selenium is it provides a test domain-specific language, uh, it's called Selenium, so that they can write tests in a number of popular programming languages. And uh, these includes JavaScript, C Sharp, Groovy, Java, Perl, PHP, Python, Ruby, and even Scala. So Selenium is available on Windows, Linux, and macOS. It is an open source software released under the Apache License 2.0. Okay, now uh, let's talk about the history of Selenium. Let's go back to the past a little bit, okay? So now, uh, Jason Huggins created Selenium at ThoughtWorks in 2004, and it initially uh, started as an internal tool. Prior to Paul Hammond joining the team and leading the development of the second mode of operation, that would subsequently become Selenium Remote Control. Huggins was joined by more programmers and testers at ThoughtWorks, or RC, now. So in that year, the utility was become open source, with the assistance of like Buddy, Don Fablich, and Nelson Sprawl, offered to accept a number of patches that would give Selenium RC its most recognizable features in 2005. Huggins and Huggins joined in Google in 2007. At the same time, Simon Stewart, a ThoughtWorks-created WebDriver, a web superior browser automation tool, and he continued to work on Selenium RC with project uh, was given. Uh, oh, sorry, uh, with collaborators including Jennifer Bevan. I'm so sorry, Miss Jennifer Bevan. Uh, the two projects were determined to be combined in 2009 after a meeting of the developers at the Google Test Automation Conference. The unified project was given the name Selenium WebDriver or Selenium 2.0. So cool. <laughs> okay, so Selenium Creed is created in 2008 by Philip Hanrico and then at ThoughtWorks. So this is a hub that enables the running of many Selenium tests simultaneously on any number of local or distant systems, cutting down on test execution time. And after that, Pyplug Buddy had already created a private cloud called a Hosted QA, which he later went on to sell to Gamas Incorporated. And then Grid offered as open source a similar capacity to the internal or, you know, the private gold cloud for Selenium RC. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now, Hawkins made a joke in an email that gave rise to the name of Selenium, and solding a rival company called Mercury by joking that selenium supplements may treat mercury toxicity. So the name was quickly adopted by the other recipients of the email. Okay, so Selenium has a funny background, but I think mm, it's really helpful. So now, let us go to the function of Selenium, okay? So we have here um, the web driver, and you can use it as a web driver, especially if you are beginning with desktop website or mobile website automation, then you are going to be using web driver's uh, API. So this uh, driver uses browser automation APIs provided by browser vendors to control the browser and run tests. This is as if a real user is operating the browser. Since WebDriver does not require its API to be compiled with applications code, it is not intrusive. Mm -hmm. Hence, you are testing the same application which you will push live. Nice, right? Okay, now let's go to the second uh, function of uh, Selenium. Okay, so Selenium Grid allows you to run test cases in different machines and also in different platforms. So the control of triggering the taste cases um, is on the local end and when the test cases are triggered, then they are automatically executed by the remote end. After the development of the web driver test, You may face the need to run your tests on multiple browsers and operating system combinations. Uh, This is where Grid comes into the picture. Okay, now let's go to the IDE. So IDE, or uh, commonly known as the integrated development environment, is the tool you use to develop your Selenium test cases. Uh, It's an easy to use Chrome and Firefox extension, and is generally the most efficient way to develop test cases. Um, it records the user's actions in the browser for you using existing Selenium commands with parameters defined by the context of that element. This is not only a time-saver, but also an excellent way of learning Selenium script syntax. Okay, so now that we know the history and also the function of Selenium, which is uh, the very basic information that we know before I discuss the other parts. Uh, Now, let's talk about why we chose to use Selenium in our project. So now, it's because Selenium is an open source tool that automates web browsers, so it's suitable for our project and developing an online document request system in Barangay Bangkal Malolos, Bulacan. And depending on the number of manual testers, Um, It can take hours or even weeks to ensure your web app is fully functional, so it can save our time to apply testing in the project that we developed. And lastly, modern developers and product teams don't have a lot of time for testing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, now, um, since they don't have a lot of time for testing, uh, we use Selenium and but if you are in a rush to release, you can help a test at scale. That's why we streamline testing with Selenium Automation. Okay, and talking about the pros of using Selenium uh, as an automated test tool, first, number one, it's free. Although Selenium is not the only automated testing tool available, it is the only free one that can hold its own against more expensive options. Due to Selenium's open source status, startups and individual developers can easily start using the tool despite its learning uh, curve, you know, even though it's high. And the second one is that it has a wide range of supported languages, platforms, and browsers. Mm -hmm. And uh, so Selenium's flexibility is virtually unrivaled in the field of test automation. First off, there are eleven languages that are supported, um, including uh, some of the most popular ones today: Java, Ruby, C++, PHP, JavaScript, and Python. Additionally, it is the only widely used tool that addresses Linux testing, and the third one and the last uh, option is that uh, it tests across devices. So for automating mobile web applications on Android and iPhone, Selenium test automation can be used. So by doing so, it may be possible to produce the required outcomes and continuously fix problems. And of course, if there's pros, there are also cons. So we're fair here, okay? We're not just talking about the pros of Selenium in our project. So now let's talk about the cons, okay? So now for the cons, um, number one, uh, it is only used for web-based apps. Although it is more of a restriction than a disadvantage, it is nevertheless important to explain. Because Selenium is unable to distinguish the objects in desktop programs, it cannot be used to automate this testing of desktop applications. It is only intended for use in web app testing. The second reason is that no tech support with Selenium seeking assistance is a double-edged sword. Okay, so the negative aspect of this is that the community help, not the product developers. It is possible, but difficult. Take note, it's difficult to solve your unconventional problem or help with custom requests. Lastly. The third one is that no reporting capabilities uh, of the lack of auto-generated reports is one of Selenium's biggest challenges. To capture test errors with Selenium, you need to take a screenshot when the error occurs. This is far from the readable format your team needs to diagnose problems quickly. And in the end, even though Selenium isn't perfect, it's good enough for testers to put up more effort and disregard the Codeless trend. You know, you've reached that sweet spot when you're willing to spend a few hours on, online looking for an answer rather than receiving the assistance that you paid for. Um, additionally, it still has a few advantages that are in line with the current engineering narrative. Uh, quicker delivery, calming small sections to handle easily, and receiving immediate feedback. Okay, so now uh, that we really understood Selenium more now, uh, we're going to um, talk about um, how it can be installed and how it can be used. Okay, so now let's start. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for the web app testing, uh, it can be automated with Selenium a test automation framework so we can create scripts that run again browsers and virtual machines using languages like java python ruby and c sharp so some teams handle this on their own while others use a cloud-based service automation testing execution demands in-depth knowledge of a variety of automation technologies and frameworks uh, Selenium is the most well-liked of these tools due to its useful capabilities and simplicity of use. So, um, Also, Selenium is used to automate web testing so that performance can be tracked. Mm-hmm. Uh, the login functionality is a common element of many websites. So, This post will show how easy it is to use Selenium WebDriver to automate the testing of this feature. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now, we are going to talk about the steps on how to um, install Selenium, okay? So, um, testers can select a programming language to write task scripts using Selenium WebDriver. It is unable to handle window components and other tools can be used to get around this limitation. Remember that for reliable results, Uh, Selenium tests must be executed on actual browsers and hardware. Start testing on the real device, uh, and cloud powered by browser stocks, 3000 plus genuine browsers and devices. Mm -hmm. Okay, now that you've done that, use the cloud Selenium grid to run parallel tests for faster results without sacrificing um, accuracy. Additionally, Cypress testing may be done on um, more than uh, what do you call this by more than 30 30 actual browsers iterations running on Windows and Mac Mm -hmm. Okay, so by testing applications under um, Actual user situations with browser stack you can find flaws before users do Okay, now let's go to the installation process Okay, so now Step one, we have to download and install Java and accept the license agreement and choose the right JDK file to download based on your system requirement. Okay, once downloaded, go ahead and verify the Java version. To do this, open command prompt and type Java version, Java dash version and hit enter. Okay. now. Let's go to step number two download the appropriate file based on your system requirement download eclipse ide for java developers and extract the eclipse file which you have downloaded then right click on ex- eclipse.exe okay let's try it again so uh you you're going to extract the eclipse file that you have downloaded and then right click on it and then it is named eclipse.exe and then run it as run as administrator and then after that choose a specified path to create workspace by using the browse button you could create java projects packages and classes in java eclipse okay so I'm hoping that you are following me in this, um, installation steps. Okay. Now let's go to the third step, download and install Firebug. Click on add to Firefox button and click on install button. Now you could see Firebug by navigating through tools, web developer, Firebug and open Firebug, or you can use the shortcut key F12 on your keyboard. Okay, now let's proceed to step number four. Uh, You're going to download and install now of FirePath and then go to the link provided to install FirePath and click on add to Firefox button, click on install and then click on restart now. And uh, now you can see FirePath by navigating through tools, wealth developer open firebag or use the short key f12 again okay all right now let's go to the last step okay so uh you're going to download and install selenium web uh driver and it's configuring web driver okay so you're going to go to the following link so i'm going to include this in our description box and uh, you can find the latest selenium java jars there Okay, so once you go to the link, extract the Selenium file that you've downloaded into selenium java 2.48.2.zip. Did you get it? Okay, one more. Selenium java 2.48.2.zip. Okay, so it contains all the required jar files which enables you to create test scripts in Java. You can configure these libraries in Eclipse IDE. Okay, now let us configure libraries in Eclipse IDE. Let's assume that you've already done uh, the steps that I've mentioned. Now, uh, please follow me. Open Eclipse and create Java project by navigating through File, New, and then Java project. And then. Add a project name, and click on Next, followed by Finish. Here I am giving a name, New Java Project, Okay. So I hope you're doing it as well, because I'm doing it on my computer. So the newly created project can be viewed on the left side of your screen in the Package Explorer panel. And then once we have created a package, we're going to right click on the project that we have created, and then select New, and then Package. And then let's enter the name of the project. Okay, Uh, sorry, not the project but package. And then click on finish. And then right click on the project that we have created and then select new class. And uh, enter the name of the class and click on finish. So now I'm naming it new Java class. You can name it whatever name you want. Okay. Now, create right click on the newly created project and select properties and then Java build path okay now select libraries tab and click on add external jars okay and then the next one is select all the jar files as shown and the following ones and then click on open so click on the apply button and then ok button within the dialog box Uh, finally we have completed the configuration part of Selenium libraries in your Java project. Okay. Now, uh, we are going to talk about the steps for login automation using Selenium WebDriver. Okay. So, uh, that is that. Okay. Let us now start um, with the first step. So, create a Selenium WebDriver instance and then set the system properties to the path of the driver for the required browser to run the web page in the preferred browser. The second one, configure browser if required. When the test case is run, then the web page will be often reduced. For a better view of the tested instances, maximize the browser. Number three, navigate to the required web page. So, you're going to launch the specified URL in the browser and then to open that URL uh, you're going to um, use an initiated browser and use a specified command. Okay, number four, locate the relevant web element. Okay, so, uh, locators are a crucial component of every Selenium script as they identify the components with which the test script will interact to simulate user activities. Now, for the fifth step, we have here perform actions on the web element. So, testers must carry out the desired activity after locating the element. Entering text into the email and password fields in this instance, and then clicking the login button is the action. And for the last part, you're going to verify and then validate the action needed. So use assertions to verify the findings. Uh, For comparing expected and actual results, assertions are crucial. So you have to be very careful about this, okay? The test case succeeds if it matches, and if not, the test case is unsuccessful. I'm so sorry, let's try that again. So if not, then the test case will be considered unsuccessful. Okay, so now to end this. uh, How is Selenium um, web test automation tool helpful to our project? So uh, this is the result of um, the test automation. Now, the online document request system uses Selenium as an automation tool to automate the browser. So, this exact framework is what the assessors did on their project to test the raw applications. The online document request system is for the Ang Barangay of Pangkal uh, and Malolos, Bulacan. Uh, the website's main function is online requesting of documents, filing complaints, and recording the residents' information. Selenium automates the browser for the online document request system because it supports different types of web browsers such as Firefox, Chrome, etc. Additionally, it is available for Python, JavaScript, and other few languages that the tester has used to create the website. Uh, The online document request system is also available on mobile devices. Uh, The user must go to the correct link and it will direct them to the website. It's all because of Selenium. And when used with Appium, it will support testing for mobile devices. Unlike any other automation tools, Selenium is completely open source, so it's free. Now, uh, the online document request system is a website so it's a great disadvantage for testers to use selenium since it works very well with web applications and not with uh desktop and mobile applications it has an easy to use interface that records user interactions to build automated test scripts it is a firefox or chrome plugin generally used as a prototyping tool It was mainly developed to speed up the creation of automation scripts. So now, we have here um, this one. So if you want to know how to um, use it, then uh, you're going to do what I'm going to say. First, open the Firefox browser. Second, click on the menu in the top right corner. Third, uh, click on add-ons in the drop-down box fourth click on find more add-ons and type selenium ide fifth click on add to firefox and once installed uh selenium ide icon will appear on the top right corner of the browser that you are using okay and once you click it a welcome message will appear okay so uh, by using Selenium automation testing, it saves the manual testers to save their time enacting and re-enacting hundreds hundreds of test case scenarios on all benchmark browsers. So, um, Flagging what broke and trying to pinpoint the source of that breakage. Most desktop mobile uh, browsers today have built-in support for automation testing with Selenium consumer browser vendors like Firefox, Chrome, Safari, IE, and Opera develop and ship their browsers to drivers. Uh, here's a deeper look at Selenium automation testing, how the toolset that enables it came to be and where its usage fits within fast-paced development pipelines that are common today. So uh, the following types of uh, testing Uh, Commonly automated with Selenium, uh, we have um, sixth testing. Let's start first with compatibility testing. So done by um, quality assurance professionals and testers to ensure that the web application meets performance benchmarks on different browser OS combinations. For example, testing on different devices such as mobile and desktop, to ensure that the front end fits the scales responsively, and uh, testing on different browsers to see if video ads render on the pages as they should. The second testing that we're going to discuss is the performance, test, performance testing. So this is a series of tests done by quality assurance professionals and testers to ensure that the project meets performance benchmarks set by the stakeholders. The tester writes a script that checks whether all elements on the web homepage load within two seconds on different browsers or browser versions. Okay, now let us go here to the third um, testing. This is called the integration testing. So, this is done by developers to verify that unit modules coded separately uh, that work on their own also work when put together. So, we have here a parallel test calculator, and for instance, it has separate layers. Um, The UI takes input and business logic calculates the output, and then it sends it back to the UI to display. And this tester could verify whether they are able to relay data or output when integrated. Okay, now let's go to the fourth one. This is called a system testing, or also known as the block 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 box testing. Okay. Let's, let's try that again. Okay. I'm so sorry for the mistakes that I'm saying, but I'm hoping that you're following again. The fourth one is the system testing, and it's also known as the block box testing. So this one is used again by testers and uh, quality assurance professionals with no context of the code or any previously executed test, typically centered on a single user workflow. Uh, The checkout process on a product website, for instance, comprises of validating user credentials, fetching products from the cart, checking their availability, and validating payment details before redirecting to the bank website. So the tester could write a script to verify that the entire system is functional. Okay, now uh, we're almost at the end of this podcast. So let's go to the fifth one, and this is known as the end-to-end testing. So this is also done by testers and um, quality assurance professionals again. And typically uh, this is viewed from the user's point of view. So it's their perspective and not ours. The aim of this one is to verify that all touch points on the web application are functional. Um, from the previous example, um, the tester could write a series of test cases to check that sign up, product search, check out review, bookmark, and all other features function as intended, and uh, fail when invalid values are entered in input fields. Okay. And lastly, uh, this is the regression testing. So for this kind of testing, this is like a series of tests that were done to ensure that newly built features work with the existing system. Uh, From the same example, let's say that um, the product website launches a new feature and it contains like promotional codes and uh, this uh, promotional codes will automatically apply to eligible items before checkout. Are you familiar with Lazada? Yes, that's the same feature that I'm talking about. So once you select the item and then you go to the checkout and um, the system will automatically apply the vouchers and it will also um, um, minus it to the total amount of um, the items that you're going to buy. Okay, so now the tester could write cases to verify that it doesn't break the rest of the checkout feature So for the regression testing, it will make sure that only the items that are eligible for that voucher will be applied to and uh, it will not affect the other products. So now, well-written test suites can also automate smoke and sanity testing with selenium. Uh, Let's note that selenium testing is not meant to replace manual testing. Um, this testing automation by its very definition automates that which does not merit human evaluation you can automate the testing of your newly revamped um ui for human usability but for everything else there's selenium so to end this podcast uh the tester wants you to know that selenium is for everyone who cares about the state of their web application part of the reason why Selenium is so popular among the testers and also the users and it's because of its flexibility. So anyone who codes for uh, the web can use Selenium to test your code or application from individual freelance developers running a quick series of tests for debugging to UI engineers doing visual regressions tests after a new integration. So this is Jaisal Albanya from TechnoDetress, and this is our podcast for, for today. For our next episode, we are going to talk about how our system really works and what are recommendations to the future researchers who are going to use it as their references in their capstone project. But for now, I want to say goodbye and thank you so much for listening.